political apathy when the politicians come promise us through campaigns that they are going to do certain things and they do not meet up to those things now basic amenities are not part of those things because basic amenities are supposedly the rights of the government to the people and as part of governance, we are to participate, all right, in this governance. And how do we participate? We participate through belonging to political parties, by interacting democratic issues via mediums, media, social media, town hall meetings. We engage with the uh, political uh, aspirants or uh, public office holders or uh, representatives or senators through town hall meetings and that is why they have constituencies they have constituency office where we can also lay our complaint you don't need to meet anyone to go and you know forward all your complaints to just go to your constituency office or when the town hall meeting holds you forward all your complaints now I remember in 2014 2013 that period there was this confab yeah the conference where all, every nigerian brings to book and to table a general town hall meeting the federal town hall meeting as i usually call it where people bring in all that they need and they want for nigeria 
from their region, their tribe, and what they want Nigeria to become. Now those things were tarnished in the twinkle of an eye because the only president that gave ear to these things was President Gulob Jonathan. But after he left office, uh, Buhari took over and we are just in a confused state. All right. Now, just for critics, I just want you all to know that we are discussing reality. All right. Nobody is sponsoring this podcast. It's just me making my analysis. All right. Of how everything came to be. I have facts to back up with it. You can go and Google it. The Transparency International, Amnesty International. You can check up on all of those people and their reports on food crisis, on poverty, uh, you know, uh, level of the country, employment level of the country under this administration. Now, so many things have gone wrong insecurity terrorism you understand bandits coming in in different areas and different names they come in different figures different heads all right and so we are able to see that this government is trying to shy away from it maybe because the problem became too big for them to handle of course and then they kind of hid from it but looking at it 2023 is around the corner how do we correct these mistakes all right next time we will take debates seriously next time we'll take engagement of our leader seriously and then we will not look at party we'll look at individual and who is behind the mic every day that they respond to us through the media all right so with me today was supposed to be of course an analyst a public political analyst but he's not with us but with me today is you my audience so I'm gonna engage you drop your comments um, I'm gonna ask this question what do you think would be the result after 2023 if your candidate doesn't win what will be the result if your candidate doesn't win all right just hit me up on the comment section all right and I'll get interacting with you guys okay meanwhile voter apathy like I mentioned earlier is lack of interest or concern for something apathy but voter apathy is lack of interest to what vote lack of interest to participate politically all right so a lot of people have gone through that through elections and through failed promises as a reason of failed promises and as a result of rigging all right you found that the people don't want to vote don't want to come out and exercise their rights to vote now do you know that like i mentioned if you don't vote someone will vote and they will decide your future for you for the next four years you will suffer every of our living in any country or state or local government is decided by political decisions and if you fail to participate which means that you fail to decide for your future now these people are deciding for you in the chambers whether red or green the representative of senate the house of assembly or local government all right so you have to checkmate them there is what we call check and balances there are checks on power there are checks 
with people and checks with people is all encompassing with governance it, it is all encompassing all right but checks within legislative the judiciary and the executive is actually something that they do within themselves but so far we've seen how power tussle has gone and we can see how um the senate almost vetoed the power of the presidency through the amendment bill for election all right so it comes down to how much power does the presidency hold the president once you're called the commander-in-chief how much power do you exhibit all right so we are looking at that okay so i'll get back to you after this break um you're going to be listening to a song and we'll get back after this break when we discuss a little bit more before we conclude the session doesn't have to hold too long all right i'm still your host snaps in the bells and it's the therapy life session therapy for life community stay tuned don't touch that dial More music at NigerWide.com. You say one don't, you say one two, knock one knock one. I'm on you. I say one don't, you say one two, knock one knock one. I don't, I don't, you say one two, knock one knock one. It's for the Papa, one don't, you say one two, knock one knock one. Problem no definition, enjoy yourself. Don't forget. While I for the person, we know one flex. Even though the government they make us vest, no do like zombie or more enjoy yourself.
music at ninjawhite.com. Welcome back. I'm still your host, Samson the Bells, and this is the Therapy for Life session. This is the political segment, all right? We're just looking at the topic political apathy and your obligations as a citizen of Nigeria. Okay, I'm just going to run through some 11 facts that you should know about Nigeria. Okay, of course, uh, some people might really really be shocked some might not of course um on october 1st of course we all know we gain independence and you know we have historical facts now the power of every nation lies in her history now if we're able to learn history we'll be able to know where we are and where we're headed to all right and so here are 11 facts so that you get knowledgeable facts about nigeria's history Number one, Nigeria was formed in 1914. 
The land area today known as Nigeria was formed in 1914 when colonial authorities merged the northern and southern protectorates of Nigeria to form the amalgamated protectorate and colony of Nigeria. This merger brought together over 400 ethnic groups and tribes into what was the largest British colony in the world. The name Nigeria is also derived from a colonial source. Now, there are deeper meanings to Nigeria, Niger area, all right, dark area. And some have religious, you know, connotations to it, and others have fetish connotations to it, underworld connotations, dark magic, you just name it. But it is Nigeria, right? Yeah. So on Therapy for Life session, we give you facts, and we give you the truth as it is. So, all right, number two. Nigeria gained independence from colonial rule in 1960. Of course, we are familiar with this. Nigeria gained independence from the British Empire in 1960, initially adopting a British style of government with Abubakar Tafabalewa as the first Nigerian head of government, prime minister, of course. The country then had a population of over 45 million people as of then. All right, Nigeria has been ruled by military leaders for a combined 29 years. So we've been having coup and counter coup for 29 years. On January 15th, of course, 1966, a group of young idealistic UK trained army majors overthrew Nigeria's democratic government in a violent military coup. The country's first coup was in 1966, January. All right. A succession of increasingly repressive military governments ruled Nigeria for 29 of the next 33 years until the restoration of democracy in 1999. All right, all right. The blowback effects of those interaction uh, interceptions and coup was what was number one. The secessionist Biafra movement. So it didn't start today. Also, if you've seen IPOP and the rest, it's not today. All right. The army's political past means that Nigeria lived the real and imagined fear that a coup is possible outcome of any political crisis. Well, we are just realizing some of that now. All right. Number four, the Nigerian Civil War started in 1967. All right. And number five, Nigeria's oil boom began in the 1970s. All right. Within two years, state profit increased by almost 50% to an all-time high of 5.3 billion in 1976. Nigeria third profits from its joint and organization of petroleum export countries, that's OPEC, in 1971, and the discovery of oil was widely believed to have influenced the cause of civil war. Now, number six, a Nigerian was the first African recipient of the Nobel Prize for Literature. These are facts you should know about Nigeria. We are number six. Of course, you should know who I'm talking about, who got the Nobel Prize for Literature. Wale Shoyinkao was the first African to win the Nobel Prize for Literature, which he won in 1986. And he is also a prominent social critic and political activist. I can't speak of Nigerian history without mentioning his name. As an activist, as an activist, he has been a voice for justice, freedom, and the end of tyranny. 
he has worked his life again and again to articulate principles that provide the foundation for human rights both in the native Nigeria and around the world. Nigeria won its first Olympic gold medal in 1996. That's number seven. Alright, that's another fact about Nigeria. Nigeria's first most successful Olympic outing was the 1996 Olympics with the men's football team winning gold and Chioma Ajunwa also winning a gold medal in the women's long jump event. I remember watching that too. In total that year, Nigeria won two gold medals, one silver medal and three bronze medals. Alright, number eight fact about Nigeria. Nigeria returned to silver rule in 1999. The 1999 transition of you know, Nigeria from military to civilian democratic government was the defining moment in Nigerian history representing the beginning of the longest uninterrupted government since independence in 1960. And that is why we have things like this. Alright, we are able to have press freedom and we are able to express ourselves. Alright, so, but how has it been ever then, you know, since then, alright? We had periodic elections, which is good for democracy. Presidential election took place in February 1999. Rushegun Obasanjo, who was head of state in 1976 under military rule to 1979, had been overseeing the last transition from military rule, was declared the winner in the democratic setting, alright? Nigerian model. Abani Darego was the first African woman to win the Miss World pageant. Oh, I really, really remember that in 2001. I can't forget that. The first African black woman in, like, to, in Africa to win Miss World. And she is a Nigerian African and also black and proud. All right, the melanin woman was the first to win the Miss World pageant, entering the history books with the victory in 2001. Darigo has worked with top brands such as Avon, Christian Dior, Sephora, Target, and Masses, and appeared in world most famous magazines as Elle, Marie Claire, Allure, Trace, Stitch, Cosmopolitan, and Essence. She remains Nigeria's most famous beauty queen. Alright, number 10. Alright, Nigeria became Africa's largest economy in 2013. 2014. Nigeria in April 2014, looking back at the previous financial year, the Statistics Bureau of Nigeria confirmed the rebasing of Nigeria's economy gross domestic production and product, sorry, to $509.9 billion. Wow. Okay. This placed it well above South Africa's nominal GDP of 322 billion and elevated Nigeria to the position of the largest economy in Africa. Now, largest economy doesn't mean that it is the largest uh, developed or sorry, the most developed infrastructurally. All right. We look at infrastructure and we miss the whole point. We have money, but we don't know how to channel the resources. We know how to plan, but we don't know how to implement. All right, so those are just the intrigues between the line. All right, but this brings us to number 11. So we Nigerians are good in gathering money. We're good in making it, no matter where we are. And now, 
here is number 11. Nigerians became the first Africans to qualify for the Olympics again, but sledding event in 2018. Three Nigerian-American women, Sheung Adenugu, Ngozi Onumere, sorry, pardon me, Akuoma Omnoega made history and their Olympic dreams come true by being the first ever African bobsled team to qualify for the Olympics. They were the first Nigerian athletes to compete in a Winter Olympics event. All right. Thank you, global citizens. All right, for this thoughtful and careful resource. All right, now, looking at it, we are able to see that we have to make Nigeria better than what it is. And I just want us to not be passive, but not to even be complacent, but to be positive and think towards 2023 election. Don't sit at home and let others decide for you. All right, what your future will be. Pick a candidate, whether old or young, but make sure that he or she is going to be accountable and is going to work and is going to change Nigeria for good. All right. So that's it. That being said, we are able to pick up and continue on the 